Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can find me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I wanted to talk to you today about a few cases that I've had you know, recently where motorcycles hit potholes and the riders are thrown off. Now, as a non-lawyer, you might think, well, you know, that's kind of the fault of the motorcycle rider. They should have watched out for the pothole. But the truth of the matter is that the city is responsible or PennDOT's responsible for keeping the roads safe. And when the road's not safe, you know, a car may not impact that pothole, but, you know, truly a motorcycle going the speed limit, hitting a pothole in the dark particularly, um you know, where the rider has no chance to uh, avoid the pothole, that's going to cause a much bigger problem for the motorcycles. And the city's not excused because the guy's on a motorcycle. The city knows that motorcycle riders are legally allowed on the roads. So, you know, there's always an element in these cases of, well, the motorcycle rider knew he was riding a motorcycle and it was dangerous, but it's really not dangerous if, you know, you're riding in safe areas. So, the best the defense can do sometimes is suggest in a roundabout way that, you know, you shouldn't be riding motorcycles in the city because the city's not safe to, you know, to use for its roadways, which is kind of ridiculous. So, but, you know, I've talked before about sovereign immunity. There are very specific ways or rules in which you are allowed to sue the city or the state. And one of the things you're allowed to sue them for is the condition of the roadways or streets, specifically potholes or depressions or, you know, whatever you want to call the the hole that develops. So a motorcycle rider hitting a pothole and being launched off and injuring himself is, you know, well within your ability to, to pursue a case. So, you know, I've had cases where people are thrown off their bikes and break a toe. I've had cases where people you know, have tremendous permanent scarring. And I've had cases where people die in the city from from motorcycles hitting potholes. It's just, uh, you know, it's just the nature of of things. They're unfortunate. There's not a lot of protection when you're on a motorcycle. That doesn't change the fact that the city is required to uh, protect you. So, you know, I guess outside of personal injury practice, you know, motorcycles are inherently um, safe in the hands of a safe rider. A lot of people don't get their, a lot of people I deal with, I guess I would say, don't get their licenses to ride motorcycles. But a lot of times they're pretty experienced motorcyclists. So people, you know, you, do you need a motorcycle license to ride a motorcycle legally? Yep. Do a lot of people get them? Nope. People have been riding motorcycles for, you know, they grew up in their family riding motorcycles. They've been riding them forever. They're safe riders. And yet they don't get the license. So how does that play into a case? Well, actually, it really doesn't. Um, you know, the fact that someone is or is not licensed, whether they've got a car driver's license or a motorcycle rider's license, is not necessarily admissible in court. Uh, you know, you'd have to show that the person was doing, there's, it'll be a fight 
at trial over whether the person, um, lack of a license, you know, is even allowed to be talked about in front of the jury. Because, and the argument is basically that, look, this person was driving normally on a normal road, wasn't, you know, drunk, and was doing everything they were supposed to do, and they hit a pothole and are thrown off and injured themselves. You know, why is the fact that they didn't have a motorcycle license admissible? It's not, at least to my mind, because it's not like they were doing something reckless or crazy. It's not like someone didn't have experience driving. What is, you know, what's the purpose of introducing the fact they didn't have a license? Well, the purpose from the defense side would be to dirty them up and make the, uh, make the jury feel like this guy wasn't a good motorcycle rider. Yeah, that's not true. If you hit a pothole in the dark and you're riding a motorcycle, you know, odds are you're going to get thrown off. That has nothing to do with whether you're good or not. Now, that's different if someone says, oh, you were weaving in and out of traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard. Okay, then maybe you don't have your license because you couldn't get it or you're not a safe rider. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that having a license or not having a license is a, a legal issue for a judge to decide during something called motions in limine right before trial. What else is not admissible? In Pennsylvania, for whatever reason, police reports are not admissible. Police reports have a lot of information on them um, that are useful and that can be talked about at trial, but the actual report itself, which, you know, in the counties at least, often contains a diagram of what happened, in Philly, there's less and less detail in reports the more I see them. But the rule is police reports are not admissible. Why is that? Why is that the rule? The rule is there because the police officer, 99 times out of 100, didn't witness the accident. And so whatever they're reporting or writing or, or noting in the report is really just based on the descriptions given to him or her as the officer after the fact by the people involved in the accident. So... Essentially, we don't want to enshrine the police officer's description of things as, you know, legit or valid in a trial where the police officer didn't really have any first-hand knowledge. So, you know, essentially, the police officer's report is informative but not admissible. So... What other things are there like that? Well, outside of the motorcycle situation, um, you know, in the car situation, the fact that you were or were not wearing your seatbelt is not admissible in court. Why is that? Well, you know, I guess there are probably a lot of decent or valid rules about that, but that's just the rule. It's just not admissible, okay? You cannot mention that someone wasn't wearing their seatbelt. Now... Unlike the police report, most jurors are going to figure out that you weren't wearing your seatbelt if you are in a, if you're the passenger or you're in a bad car crash and you're thrown into the windshield, right? Because, well, why didn't the seatbelt catch you? Oh, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. So, you know, it's the, the reason for the law, the rule is essentially that you know, if someone did something negligent, um, it's not your responsibility as the rider to, 
protect yourself from someone else's negligence. I guess that's the rule. Um, it's kind of hard to, I really haven't ever looked at it. It's just something we follow. So, um, you know, but people who, I would say that the short of the fatalities, the people who are most worst injured, who suffer the worst injuries are the ones who are not wearing seatbelts. So, you know, people thrown into the back seats, people thrown into windshields, people banged around, ejected. Those people, while they have a claim against someone else for causing the accident, they would have been less hurt were they not, no, were they wearing their seatbelt. So, you know, that's kind of, um, you know, an interesting little segue into things. And the, I, I guess just to circle back to the motorcycles and the potholes, um, most people who are drivers around Philadelphia know that the, the roads of Philadelphia are not well maintained. And that's a problem that the city needs to attend to. There are other cities that are much younger cities that have better maintained roads. I'm sure there are older cities that have better maintained roads. It's just a problem. I think, you know, as long as you're a driver around Philadelphia, you know that there are bad roads. And it's just part of our climate is that you're going to pop up potholes here and there. But in a lot of cases that I take, if you look back on Google Earth, you know, and go through the history of that particular intersection where the fall occurred or the injury occurred or the motorcycle accident occurred, you'll see that pothole's been there for years. So um, it's a problem. You know, and the city is, is has, because of budget concerns, I guess, has stretched its repair of certain roadways back, you know, from what really should be five years or ten years to fifteen years, sometimes twenty. So um, that's some of the considerations that go into cases involving motorcycles and potholes and pursuing these cases in general. That's about it for today. I'm Andrew Newworth. I hold people accountable. Have a great day. <laughs>